Ladies and gentlemen. No, it's not time yet. Oh, wait a minute. Come on now. Oh, no, it's time. Welcome to the, I think, going live Evan and Aaron show. Uh, it says we're live streaming, so welcome to the Evan and Aaron show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are so happy that you are here with us tonight. Aaron is puzzled. We're going to let the let the music roll guys listen we've got so many updates for you tonight that it's going to be absolutely incredible we are talking about chelsea fc football we are talking about manchester united football we are talking about yes we are talking about halftime shots we are talking about the footy footy football hey aaron are we live on the Facebook? I, I don't know. Oh, wow. Well, I know that we're live on the YouTubes, which, you know, one of the uh, patrons of this place goes, YouTubes. Anyway. Yeah. We may have to stop and start again, ladies and gentlemen. So if we have to do that, just uh, hang on and we will be right with you. Okay, Aaron is working on the soccer chat. And we are here. Ladies and gentlemen, while we're waiting, uh, let us mention that Chatham Tap Fishers, the place where we broadcast from, uh, is uh, having a new winter menu. And that new winter menu is going to be absolutely wonderful. And I think you guys get bonus coverage. I think because we're going to start it again. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. There it is, everybody. Uh, you, you know, it, it, yet again, the need for an intern, an intern, intern rears intern, its ugly head. But it was cold today. You know, it was, it was really fucking cold. So I'm just saying, oh, wow, drop the F-bomb already in the introduction. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Evan and Aaron Show presents the Red and the Blue Soccer Chats. Brought to you by us <laughs> and our good friends here at Chatham Tap Fishers. Welcome everyone to the show. Those of you who are watching during YouTube, you now understand the difficulties of running a podcast. This this happens to us. It, it, here's what I will say. I think in this immediate area, we are the longest running podcast in this building. <laughs> yes, we are the longest running podcast in this building. I uh, do believe we have overtaken the previous uh, holders of that record. Yes, I uh, think we have. Um, <laughs> neither here nor there, but yeah, no, thank you, you know. for tuning in. Yeah, thank you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's let's kick this off with a uh, just just. First of all, I, I wanted to say something at the very, very, very beginning of this prog of this podcast. Aaron, we're, we are in two, you know, 2024, and we have persevered, man. This is this is going into year three. I believe of this so. Podcast? I believe so. I mean, yeah. we are we're, well. We're about to wrap up year three. Mm -hmm. Start on year four mm -hmm. in March. I think right? so. So, I, I think this is a a huge moment for us. Um, this is a time where. Quite frankly, um, I wanted to double down on some things. I wanted to challenge all the Chelsea fans out there, and and you will you will see more posts from me because I'm getting serious about this. Um, 
I am tired of Chatham Tap being uh, an arsenal. Uh, <laughs> I just, I'm tired of it, man. I, you know, the, uh, this is where I got introduced into Chelsea football. This is the place where it, it's hallowed for me. So, I, you know, I want to challenge all Chelsea fans out there. Guys, come out and watch matches here at Chatham Tap Fishers. If you're downtown, watch it Chatham Tap, you know, uh, uh, down on Mass Ave or at Butler. But if you can, come and hang out here, watch matches here at Chatham Tap Fishers because these guys know how to run it. They know how to run it right. And Dave and the crew yep. just take care of us every 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 weekend, man. Every yeah, weekend. Abs- absolutely. And, and uh, you know, no disrespect to the, the Arsenal fans. Uh, uh, they sh- they show no, no disrespect? Uh, some disrespect to them uh, because they, they do show friendly. up in force. Friendly. Um, and... Yes. Uh, probably need to curb some of the behavior at times but i i appreciate their enthusiasm um and they they have you know they've, they've shown up in force and uh i won't say they're they're not allowed but i think the best way to make let them know how welcome they are is to beat them every time yes i absolutely agree absolutely. And, and neither of our teams can do that so uh, well i don't know not I at mean, the moment not at the moment but you know we're getting close we're getting close so with that being said ladies and gentlemen let's go um Let's go to London, shall we? Yeah. And uh, let's talk a little... uh, Jolly old London uh, town. You know. There you go. We actually have a win streak. Four consecutive home wins at the bridge, my friend. Which, you know, once again, talent-wise... These are matches that we should have won. Mm. Um, you know, we, we had that setback in the Carabao Cup, you know. But other than that, um, we have won the matches we're supposed to win. And I'm pretty happy with us right now. We've settled into, I think, we've settled into a system that Pochettino has brought in. He is starting to identify his his guys. He's starting to identify mm-hmm. those guys. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, this last match I saw Mudrick on the bench, um, and that's okay. Matawake was on the bench. That's okay. I also saw Ben Chilwell come back. Wonderful. Very good. But I will say this. Chelsea is starting to create opportunities, and that's what's exciting for me. That's what's exciting watching Chelsea is because they're starting to create opportunities to where a, a mere two or three months ago, they were few and far between. Yeah. You know, so I think that with this last match against Fulham, 1-0, okay. Yeah, you know, most people would be like, eh, that's nothing. But for a team that's trying to find itself, for a team that's trying to reestablish itself into the, to, you know, the big six, I, I, I think that this is a huge step forward. Mm-hmm. Fulham just got through beating Arsenal mm-hmm. the prior week. So I'm like, okay, they, they did something right. Yeah. And, and whether that's Arsenal being off that week, which probably was, or Fulham just playing out of their ass, which probably was, but the combination of those two gave yeah. Fulham the win. Yeah. Gave them the win. So this win against Fulham, I think, sets Chelsea up to say, okay, we can solidify ourselves in the top half of the table this year. Mm-hmm. We don't have to necessarily worry if we continue to play we're continue to play the way that we are, like you've mentioned before. Um, 
Sterling is doing things with the ball that we didn't see him do earlier on in the season. Yeah. He's not only going toward the end line, but he's also cutting in and making shots for himself, making shots for other yeah. people who are crossing. I love that. I love the fact that Nick Jackson is, is we've taken the focus off of him and we've allowed him to kind of just, 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 just continue to grow. Sit on the bench, continue to grow. Um, and we now see Armando Broya being able to come in and fill a, a really nice spot up in front. And, and I love that. I love seeing him. But the, the guy that I think has brought this all together is Cole Palmer. Yeah. Cole Palmer Without is question. just absolutely yeah. the best signing that Chelsea has done to this point. Mm. And, and that hurts me because we've spent damn near billions uh, plural in the you know in, in 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 signings but Cole Palmer has been the the absolute apple of yeah. Chelsea fans' eyes yep. this year so far um, I wanted to see what did what do you think right now coming into the second half of the season what do you see for Chelsea um, because I, I've, I've got my opinion what do we what do you you know what do you see for Chelsea as far as where necessarily are they going um, have they defined themselves I, no I don't think they've defined themselves yet from the standpoint that I think there's going to be quite a few players um, that wear blue jerseys at the weekend uh, that won't be wearing them next season. Yeah, yeah. No, I get uh, it. I, I think there's definitely totally a, a continued need to uh, get rid of some of the players that just don't fit into this system, yep. whether it's personality or playing style or, or what have you, uh, as well as age. Um, I, you, you guys have a real issue in defense uh, right now. Um, you know, it, it, Nobody beats Father Time, and Father Time is kicking Tiago Silva's ass. Yes, right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would agree with and, that. And I, I almost think, given that you're mid table currently and um, are, are showing signs of improvement, at this point, uh, I would begin going with a younger center back pairing mm. um, and using on, on Tiago only when absolutely necessary because. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one, he's probably not going to be there next year. He shouldn't be there next year. If he is, he better be coming off the bench exactly. in the 90th exactly. minute yep. to help you hold on to a, a win. He should have a Dave role, he, he's, like Dave he's had just, in his last year, just coming off the bench, you yeah. know, doing the thing. Um, because I think that's where the main issues are. Um, still need to figure out what Enzo's best position is. Um, mm. Mm. You know, I... I I don't mind Connor Gallagher, but I don't think he's quite up to the quality that's needed for you to challenge for a top four and ultimately trophies. He's maybe a squad player, but that's, if you're getting good <coughs> inquiries, you know, there's there's the English tax, and you're going to be able to get an amount of money for that him. That is true. That, that is perhaps true. you wouldn't otherwise. I, I would hesitate, unless, unless it's, you know, um, another central defender. I don't think you guys really need to bring in anybody during the, the, the transfer window no, right now because no. you've just got too many players as it is. Exactly. Um, and trying to I'm fit another new face into that I don't think would be beneficial. I, I no. think you'd really rather have that. And, you know, the, the issue is going to be um, there's a Copa America and a Euro this yeah. summer. Yep. So uh, guys aren't going to get as big a break as they would have and you're going to have to make some decisions before those tournaments get made because if all of a sudden a James Rodriguez 
rear, you know, pops up. Sure. Like like after uh, what was that, 2010 or 2014 World Cup, yep. their price tag nearly doubles. You know, these young oh, players yeah. Yeah. suddenly become super expensive, and we see what happens when you try to like gather too many of those. You know, Barcelona has yeah. that issue, um, and, and and other clubs have gone through it. So I think Chelsea need to be careful with that. Sure. I I would just continue doing what they're doing right now. Uh, there there does seem to be. A, a bit of momentum growing in the games that were close like um, I'm trying to remember who you played recently and, and we're up three to nothing and ultimately the final score was three to two um, and it was it was someone right Brighton, yeah. right I mean you gave up two goals in the last 10 minutes um, and and really had to worry about a game that you know should have been in in full control sure, sure you right. really needed raheem sterling to kind of pull a rabbit out of his yeah. hat to get that foul the other day so you know on the one hand i think gritty wins are good and and in both of our club situation yeah. you 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 can't you can't want you can't want gold plating on everything just yet Yes. The, no, the absolutely. results are what matter. The performances absolutely. will come. Yes. You know, in the next one or two steps after that. Um, but I, I think finding some consistency amongst players, some consistency. The, and another thing that hurts you that that's you know hurt a lot of our teams, the the injuries. I mean, yes. when when you've got absolutely honestly one of your best players uh, in Reese James just consistently injured. And honestly, the the what sucks is that's an injury that plagues guys. Oh, that's yeah. an injury that. You think you're over it, and four months later, and it comes like, right oh, back, and, in, and yeah. it's just there. You're in the training grounds, um, and you're running, and all of a sudden, oh, my God, damn. So, it again. you know, I, I, I think there's there's a team in there to build around. Sure. And I, I, I like Pac. And Pac's a good coach. When his name got floated for United, and I wouldn't have been upset about it. Yep. Um, I just I, I hope they can get to... Uh, the next level of yes. the progression yes. before the end of this season, because if not, I think 10th place is where you're going to end up. Uh, yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you there, and I'm glad that you set that up. You teed that up perfectly, because here's what I see. I see I see Pochettino starting to become comfortable with some guys starting consistently. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You need that. Uh, you you know, have uh, obviously, Palmer, you know, Sterling, um, you know, e even Caicedo. Caicedo has had a, a kind of a year, you know, but I, I love that sweatshirt. You good fan? That's awesome. Uh, he's had kind of a shaky year, but he's starting to settle in. Who's that? I'm sorry. Caicedo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, and, and so I'm like, okay, there's, we're starting to have that. And let me just say this. We have a goalkeeper that I, at least as a Chelsea fan, believe in. Petrovic made some really nice saves in that Fulham match that I'm like is he the number one now yeah he's okay. number one Petrovic made some really good saves that I'm that I'm like I don't know that we would have seen prior to him coming on and starting so anyway um, with that being said ladies and gentlemen we have been you know uh, nudged into halftime we've so, been blessed and uh at, yeah. at this point in time we get to say uh chatham tap has a new menu uh for the oh. winner uh i believe there's a pulled pork burger 
some special mac and cheese. I believe it's five cheese mac and cheese. Uh, oh I believe there's God. fish tacos and steak tacos. You brought back fish tacos. Oh, my God. Uh, pineapple barbecue pizza, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with pineapple on a pizza. Uh, thank you, Th I thank will, you so much. I will thank stand so much. for Hawaiian pizzas. I will, I will beat all, someone down all if they day say long. Something about it. Uh, I and swear a, to God. Uh, no. One or two other new items as no. well. Get in here and check them out. Uh, everything they do uh, for these seasonals has always been fantastic. And as yes. ever, we give big thanks uh, for letting us do the show here. Get in on Saturday morning if you happen to be a Gunner or, by chance, a Crystal Palace fan. Because they'll be open at 730 and have that yummy breakfast. And then Sunday, come in normal time, 11 o'clock, and get that new full menu with those new items. Uh, and uh, say hi if we're here. And definitely uh, tip your servers well because they yes. bust their asses for you guys. Um, yep. And Crystal Palace. Especially when you all cash out at the exact same time, yep. five minutes before the game ends. Crystal so Palace. Just think ahead. Fly, That's Eagles, fly. Here you go. Fly, Eagles, fly. Thank you. <laughs> Cheers, Slanty. Oh. oh, and that's how we do it downtown. Danka. Or in Fishers. Maybe. Yes. I don't know. And now, my friend, we are going to switch, and I'm going to let you choose because you're, you know, you're going to. Yeah. 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 No, 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 no. Come on, come on, come on. We got a, we got a, we got a tepid applause. No, it's Manchester, Manchester United. United we're talking about. So, so I got to lead in for this. Uh -huh. <sighs> mm. I, I know that I said probably months ago that I don't mm -hmm. think, you know, that this, all of this cannot fall on Eric Tinhoff. It cannot. No. It shouldn't. <laughs> I, 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 I'm wondering from mm -hmm. a solid man you fan mm -hmm. is that sentiment still there and what in your opinion what the hell is going on um i think the same thing that's been going on for years there's very poor infrastructure from the top down at the club and um the rumblings that we're hearing about what sir jim ratcliffe and his crew want to do when they come in uh, are, are music to our our ears as fans improving you know the, the training grounds um, improving all facilities, um, upgrading, you know, in the, you know, uh, executive administrative aspects of the team is, is huge. Um, I think where Ten Hag has to carry some blame uh, is uh, in some of his man management. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I don't know exactly. Anyone specific? I, I think the, the Jaden Sancho situation is very interesting from the standpoint of there's clearly a very good player in there, and it was known that he's a bit problematic at times. He was problematic in the, the youth system at City, um, you know, late, uh, not, you know, not showing up on time, which is the same thing. Uh, uh, he had similar issues at Dortmund, and they basically, you know, hired a minder for him. So I think my issue, uh, you know, with Man U uh, overall, especially the leadership and then Ten Hag is, your scouting system should have told you this. Your scouting sh system should have said, yes, he's an incredible young talent, and he has set the German League alight, um, but we're going to have to you know, him in. put some parentheses around the guy. Yeah. We're going we're yeah. to have to make sure that we are invested in his well-being, and I just don't think that that has happened at the level that is needed. Mm. Um, and, you know, 
you saw at the weekend, first off, he's obviously kept himself in shape. Sure, that sure. He, that he could get signed on a loan deal, and three days later, uh, score fe featuring a match. Well, he assisted. I'm sorry, um, assist. Yeah. But it was, it was a great play, um, and it shows you what he can do. Um, I, you know, I, I'm not privy to what went on in practice. I don't know what goes on behind closed doors. I know that all of this probably could have been cleared up with two grown-ass men taking one step toward each other and, and each saying, hey, we might have made some mistakes here. Let's figure out how to get the best out of this situation. Um, so I think that's illustrative. And I also think, um, you know, the Anthony situation. Uh, here's a guy that, you know, they, that he wanted. Um, and I'm guessing on the, in the belief that he'd be able to make the step up from Ajax mm -hmm. uh, to Manchester United. And I, I think thus far you'd have to say um, he hasn't been able to do that on any sort of consistent basis. And that wouldn't be such a big deal if he hadn't cost 80-some million dollars. I mean, okay. we, we spent yeah. an awful lot of money on a sure, guy sure. that's not delivering. And you know, now, now we've got a kid. We have a 19-year-old kid that is outplaying him. So let me ask you this. Does... Because, once again, I, I, I try to watch a little bit of both mm -hmm. teams because I want to be prepared. Does Man U, which I don't believe so, but I want to hear from you, does, does Man U have an identity problem right now? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. Yeah, abs wow. absolutely. And I think it's because mm. um, Bruno is a difficult captain. At times, I okay. I don't think okay. anybody wants to win more than Bruno does. Sure, but when things aren't going Man U's way, you you have to elevate yourself and your behavior. And far too often, his body language looks way too much like Cristiano throwing his arms up in the air, yelling at referees, moping, okay. that kind of okay. stuff. And in my opinion, somebody who could be a natural leader of this team is just too quiet. Uh, Rashford is not a captain kind of guy. Um, Harry Maguire has gotten himself back into the fold, although he's you know been injured. But he did a, a wonderful job of enduring what he had to endure sure. last year, which would have been horrible. Which um, I want to break in. But real I don't quick. think he's a captain either. I want to break in real quick and just do a side. Uh, Rashford played pretty well this last match. I mean, even though it ended in two-two, yeah, he he played well. It looked more like the Rashford that we were expecting to see all season long. Well, I I think a couple of things are happening. You know when. Um, when he was playing on the left and, and not having good performances, I think a lot of that had to do with either Reggion uh, being at left back, who doesn't necessarily get forward in the same way as some other players do, or Diogo Delote being over there, who does get forward, except he's not a natural left-sided player, so his overlaps didn't evoke the, the same impact on the defense. Yeah, yeah. But you noticed, you know, in, in multiple situations, one, when, Luke is, or when Rashford's on the left and Luke Shaw is playing, that's a different Marcus Rashford. Oh, absolutely. He's, he's, absolutely. he's got somebody overlapping yes. him yes. in a way that, that really benefits his style of play. Yep. And when he moves to the right side, which I know isn't his most favored, but he's still got a right-footed Delote overlapping him. He's got uh, a Juan Basaka underlapping mm -hmm. him at, at, at times. And it, I think that takes a bit of the pressure off Marcus. You see when he lets that ball come to rest between his feet, and he's out of ideas, that, that's where the problem is. If you get him moving forward with the ball and overlap him, now defensively you, you have to make decisions. Do I follow that run or do I stay on Marcus? Because Marcus can hurt you both ways there. Yes. Are you concerned, though, that Hoyland isn't getting 
the amount of touches that he needs. Yeah, to absolutely. Get. I, I, I don't. I, I think that's one of the most obvious um, failures of Ten Hag as a manager right now. Is look, I want Alejandro Garnacho, Anthony, and Marcus Rashford, and if he were out there, a Jaden Sancho or a Facundo Palestri. In this system, I want them getting the ball and for their first thought to be, can I beat my guy? Yes. All those guys have pace. All those guys have ability on they, the ball. You're right. They probably can. But here's the situation. If you do that five times in a row and the defense overplays that, it behooves you to change things up. And changing things up is get the damn thing to the byline and put in a cross for this young striker yeah. that you've spent money on because the fact of the matter is he's starved for service yep. and he is still managing to get you know the rare goal here and there out of scraps the goal he scored at the weekend was not intended oh, for no, him no that wasn't it, it wasn't for him Rash it was brilliant but by him rashford attempted to make something happen it it fell apart fell directly to right there. his feet <laughs> and i do we just get dabbed that's a striker's finish I mean, oh, yeah. one Absolutely. touch out of feet. And by the way, left-footed, he smashed that yes. thing. Yes. So, yes, I do think he's starved for service a bit. And that's where uh, he really needs to pull Anthony aside and say, look, I'm going to I'm gonna stick with you. But every once in a while, you got to put that ball on his yes. head or his foot. You cannot Absolutely. just cut inside looking to shoot and then run into, uh, you know, uh, a cul-de-sac like mm -hmm. you always do and then end up playing the ball 10 yards backwards or losing it yeah blah 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 blah. we can't have that and you know what marcus can put in a cross sure marcus sure. can totally put in a cross Absolutely. i've seen garnacho put in a hell of a cross and i believe it was maybe bruno who scored from it last last season or maybe early this year but it's there the talent oh, is yeah. there right and, and by the way your professional footballers on probably several thousand dollars a week go outside and practice <laughs> Because I can cross a ball. I can cross a ball with either foot. I've never even th once thought about it as there I became an adult. There so you go. go learn this I skill, kids. I think I can as a keeper. I, I really yeah, do. Right? I think I probably could. I could, I could be decent. But now, anyway. I, I, you know, United might be in a good position right now, and, and this will be a test of things. We've got guys coming back from injury. I think Erickson coming back unlocks Bruno yes, in a lot of ways. Martinez coming back. Mm -hmm. um, he could play out of the back. Yep. And he's just a motherfucker too did you see the the uh, shove he gave to somebody at the weekend it was like get out of my box just get out of the just, way just get out of here you don't it's belong pretty here it's like shack you know it, i mean you know, except he, except it's iverson size right, doing right. it um <laughs> so i i see some some positives i'd like to see luke shaw get back to full health yes because i think if we had our first choice 11 and they got to play three to five games in a row together uh, i think that's a positive wow um, yeah, I saw that. 52 minutes ago. <laughs> no, please do not do this. I, you know, well, I'm sorry. he's been linked with us, too, and I, and I yeah, don't think no. for, I, you guys don't need it. We it, don't need it. It wouldn't make any sense, and I'm not sure Arsenal do Kareem, either. And also, Benzema. by the way, Ar Benzema. Benzema to Arsenal is only about 10 years too damn late. Yes, exactly. Okay? Uh, but... He's been linked with United, and I don't think that's a horrible thing because, honestly, obviously we would just pay his, his wages until the end of the year. Yeah. We wouldn't sign him. They're, they're, that, that would be silly. But we could use a veteran striker sure. who doesn't need a lot of service to score goals. Absolutely. Right? And Absolutely. It, and it would take the pressure off Hoyland. This is the guy. I mean, this I, would I be think your it could super be good. sub, right? It would be your super sub. I, I mean, I, I think you utilize him as needed. Okay. 
Okay. Um, you know, it, it, Hoyland needs service and to find some form. Benzema understands how to make different types of runs and will absolutely smoke you if you don't get him the ball. Sure, absolutely. So I, it, it wouldn't be horrible. I'm not sure it's the most needed thing for Manchester United right now. Um, but, uh, you know... I think Ratcliffe is going to have to come in and make some sort of statement. And yep. even, even though it's in the tran you know, the January transfer window, I think you still got to come in and make some sort of sure. statement sure, of sure. this is our intent. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it wouldn't be horrible um, it, because our inability to score goals is our Achilles heel right now. It doesn't matter if we're keeping people out if we can't score goals. Right, right. And, and once again, we, we, we Chelsea fans definitely – commiserate with you we we understand how that you know streak can get mm. it's like you can't put the ball in the back of the net but you have decent defense that can keep people out you maybe concede one and you lose matches you know one nil and yeah. it's like wait this where the hell are we getting yeah. our production from yeah. and i think you know once again hoyland up front makes absolute sense for manchester united right now the delivery and the service of balls to him have to get better. Yeah, they've got to get better, man. Because this guy can create. Uh, you've got so many different guys that can create. Rashford can create. You know, the, uh, all the Sanchos, the, and all the guys we can create. But it's a system that you play in. And if the system says get the ball to Hoyland, mm. you got to get the ball to the middle. Uh, and I think the rub is I don't think anybody can tell you what the system is at United uh, right now. Man. I, I mean, I, so I, that I, goes back to Tin Hawk. I, I watched that team play, and I don't see consistent patterns of play that 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 tell me this is their main mindset. I do see them shifting play to one side of the field more than another, depending on who's out there. Yeah. Um, but that's still more an over reliance on you know hoping one or two individuals. Uh, can make plays for you versus saying, you know what we do? We get the ball wide, we get it down, and we put balls into the cross, uh, into the box, and we put balls into the trailing runners and things of that nature. Or, you know, I mean, you, you can watch these other teams play, and you see exactly what they're doing. Saying that Manchester United play on the counter is a cop-out. No, no, I agree. Because tons, tons of teams play on the counter, sure. but that doesn't tell you how they play on the counter. It doesn't tell you what they're looking to, to do, what the are the they counter, looking to exploit. Probably the best out of any team in the Premier League. And, and, and I'm just saying, I'm just saying, they, they really do. But I, I totally agree with you. That's a cop-out for Manchester United. Yeah. That's a cop-out. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Anyway, it, what else you got for us, man? Well, I... All I can say is they need to to get some consistency, and I, that that's on Ten Hag. Ten Hag has got mm. to figure out how mm. to put, and he's almost over reliant on certain players and and showing a level of faith that's not warranted. A Anthony does not deserve to keep starting, and I, I've said this for a little bit now. If I'm Facundo Palestri, I'm asking myself, what do I got to do to get on the field? Wow. This guy clearly doesn't bring it. When I get on the field, I create things. I've scored some goals. Um, I'm getting called up and starting for Uruguay every time there's an international break. Sure. And the first time Ahmad is available, you bring him in over me? What happens, though, if on the practice pitch he's outperforming you? Well, I mean, and, and put, my, put myself into the shoes of a manager. Like, if I see a guy performing on the practice pitch and, and another guy that just doesn't seem to step up to his level, I've got to start the guy that's performing on the practice pitch. 
Well, uh, I, I don't know what's going on sure. in training. I find it hard to believe that Anthony is somehow beating everybody's ass day in and day out and then just can't show up for it in a Premier League match. So I, I don't that's a whole problem with himself. I, I don't I don't I don't have an answer to that, but you know, Ahmad is back healthy, so we better damn well start seeing him out there a little bit more. Mm. Um, Martial has just been a cancer in this team for far too long. I, there's a, oh, there was a great okay. young player in there at yeah. one point in time, and, yeah. and, and uh, I think he was young player of the year when he was like 17 or 18 years old, and he burst onto the scene at United. I mean, he scored a brilliant goal against Liverpool. He scored some early, but the dude can't stay healthy. He looks mopey as fuck. Mm. Let, let him go to Italy. Let him go to Saudi Arabia. I don't care where you let him go, but get him out of there. Yeah. And either bring in somebody short-term to replace that or wait until, uh, you know, the end of the season and say, you know what, this kid played really, really well for, um, you know, Costa Rica during the Copa. Let's give him a shot. Yeah. No, ladies and gentlemen, I, I totally agree with everything Aaron said. And so, you know what, you get that, my friend, because you broke that shit down really, really well. Um, so that moves us on. Do we, do we have any news? Yes, first off, um, Pooley, homeboy Pooley, ah. uh, was voted Player of the Month, of Month. for December. Uh, first performances for AC Milan, and he has continued that form this year. And just as important, because these things do matter, his shirt sales are through the roof. <laughs> they, they, no, I, it's a good sign because no, AC, Mil AC Milan is it a is. worldwide brand. Oh, they, yeah, okay, absolutely. they were one of the first absolutely. to break into the Asian market. Yes. So, the fact that a player of his of his you know uh, caliber caliber, but background as an American uh, yeah. Yeah, is yeah. garnering that, while at the same time, this time last year, Weston McKinney was on loan to a team in the Premier League that ended up getting relegated. Leeds. And he's now bossing it. Did you see the two assists he had for Juventus I last weekend? I did not see oh, that. Oh, they're sick. Two perfect dime balls, and he's loving life okay. at, at Juventus. Okay. And then you throw in uh, Tim Weah, who's playing well, and Yunus Musa. Yeah. And uh, it is just great to see us kind of uh, having a bit of do American dominance in the Italian League. And I want to say... And I can't, my arms are too short. Can uh -oh. you look up the U.S. national team's next game? Because I, I believe we have a friendly against Slovenia in the next week. And hold, then I don't think hold, much please. else until the hold, please. Nations League uh, is in, I think, March. Uh, and then obviously we'll be getting ready for the Copa. Uh, which we're hosting for the very first time and have an opportunity. I, I, look, I'm going to say it. I think the USA can win the Copa. I'm not saying they will. Oh, I'm damn. saying they can. Okay. They absolutely can. All right. Uh, Slovenia on the 20th. Saturday. Saturday, Saturday at 3 o'clock on the tent. Oh. Yeah. We might need to um, maybe show up. Maybe. Good show up and show out. Chad and Pat Fisher. Yeah. Yeah. USA, Slovenia, uh, Saturday at 3 uh, because they're, they're, is there is there American football on Saturday? Yes, there is American football on Saturday. Unfortunately, um, let me see what is going on. Um, skirt and nope, go back. Oh, all right. Aye. Aye. There we go. Interns. Okay, so Saturday, 4th. So, see, we have like so, an hour and a half before. 
And I don't think we're going to get a whole lot of Texans, Texans and Ravens, and Ravens fans showing yeah, up in here. No, so. no, no. So we'll probably we'll be at Chatham Tap in the afternoon having a real good time. <laughs> well, actually, maybe not because I got I have a show to go to that night. Uh, we'll see. Wait, we'll see. We have shows. Is it this week we have shows to go to? It was Tuesday night. What? We didn't. I didn't go either. Uh, <sighs> but we are going to see Audiodacity at the Monkey's Tale on Saturday night. Oh, show up. Like who's we? Me like, and Amy. We have tickets. Ah. <sighs> this is public knowledge. This is this is the thing. This is the thing. You know, I just I love this guy so much that I get I get offended when he doesn't invite me to everything that he that he does. I just you know, because I know where you'll be. <laughs> There's so many things I want to say right now. Right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I can only see in your eyes. I can only see your eyes. My eyes are sparkling at him right now. Hey, ladies and gentlemen. Right now, we are going into the Hey Aaron segment. Other podcast. Oh, wait a minute. We need the people in the back. People in the back. Yeah, there you go. The drunk crowd in the back. That's beautiful. Yes. All right. The Hey Aaron segment. Um, guys, we, we, we've got to be honest with you. We've been tossing around the uh, option of bringing back the Evan and Aaron show a little bit. And um, I, I think we're going to do that. I think we're going to do that. But I think this Air, Hey Aaron segment kind of lends us to um, that realm a little bit. So stay tuned for that. We will probably have an announcement in the next couple weeks or so. But tonight, the Hey Aaron segment is about um, our, uh, well, about Jordan Henderson. Uh, Jordan Henderson uh, left the Premier League mm -hmm. to go to Abu Dhabi. Okay. And it now is like, um, no, I want my contract terminated. I want to go back. Mm -hmm. Doesn't seem like a big story. Problem is, is that he faced backlash um, yeah. about this because he went to a country that is uh, in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, Saudi Arabia that that is illegal um, to to be homosexual, right? Or even to you know kind of support homosexuality. Um, Henderson apologized to the LGBTQ plus community, um, and the fact is is that he left a teammate um, who came out as homosexual, and this created an incredible just kind of uh, brouhaha. So I, I wanted to get from you just your thoughts about this news story and you can riff on or wherever you want to go with it but as football starts to expand into different markets you know do we need to keep this in mind is this something that we need to really look at and keep in mind or do we need to let these guys make their money uh, no, I, I, I think it's something that you are definitely allowed to scrutinize. Uh, I think Jordan Henderson's biggest issue was that <clears throat> he, he made himself uh, an LGBTQ plus, um, I don't know if icon is the right word, but he, he was very much an ally. He was outspoken. Uh, he was very outspoken about the rainbow laces and the rainbow armband um, initiatives. Um, so he presented himself... Uh, you know, as an ally to this community uh, who live their lives, uh, you know, in political fear in a lot of places around the world. 
Um, and I, you know, I think we saw last year in Qatar uh, with um, Grant Wall, you know, getting detained outside of a stadium because he was a known journalist wearing, uh, you know, I believe a, a, a pride uh, shirt of, of some sort. So I think it was just incredible disappointment and a feeling of betrayal from yeah. the LGBT community. LGBT community. Yes. We'll just do it that way. That's wonderful. Um, and, and and they rightly should. Um, you know, Jordan Henderson has a right to go get some money, um, but I, I don't think he's hurting, for one. Right. Uh, and, and two, I, I think... I, I, I think the more we expose some of this stuff... Um, you know, as Gary Neville said, it's you know, if this is going to happen one way or the other, let's go there and and kind yeah. of out it, if you will, yes. Yes. ironically to say that. Um, but you know, Henderson didn't go there and use his platform to say you guys are wrong. No, he and, went there, and, and I and yes. he went there and basically stayed quiet and and took a paycheck. Um, so I think it's probably smart for him to leave, especially if he ever wants to have that, you know, relationship and ability um, to, to show that community. But this is stuff I think players do need to keep in mind. I have mixed feelings about, you know, uh, some of the Muslim guys that have gone there. You know, they rightly or wrongly have already em embraced that. And, and that's not to say every Muslim is anti-gay. That no. is not at all what I'm doing. Look at Mosala. They're in indigenousness to the religious community that already exists i yep. think makes it easier for them you know un unless you know if mo Salah was an outspoken lgbtq advocate you know him going to saudi arabia next year would be very problematic yeah. uh, i wouldn't excuse it just because right. he's muslim right uh, m my point is a lot of these guys have already grown up in repressive regimes yes um it, it's it's a tough call i do think jordan henderson uh, not only deserves the criticism uh, for, for having done it in the first place, um, but his apology was kind of a non-apology, saying, uh, I'm, that's where I got. I'm yes, sorry if yes, you were yes. offended by my actions is, is a bit of a cop-out. So I hope that he kind of does come back to England and does a bit of a, you know, I don't think he needs to do an apology tour. I think he needs to come back and say, look, I made a mistake. It's the last time we're going to talk about it, and I'm going to devote my free time mm. and my voice to elevating the LGBTQ community. Yep. Um, the, the LGBTQ supporters group for Liverpool are known as the Cop Outs, which I yes. think is that's, uh, it's uh, awesome that's and hysterical. Hella, hella great Love right it. There. That's that's good. That's uh, but, that's that's good. But I think he needs yeah. to, he needs to make it a point to say, you know what. My actions probably were damaging, and I have a little bit of making up to do for that. I don't think we need to hang the guy in effigy. No, 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 because here's the thing. Here's his words right here. Henderson later apologized to the LGBTQ plus community, claiming it really, really hurt for the community to criticize him after his years of allyship. Okay? But he goes on to say, I can understand the frustration. I can understand the anger. I get it. He told The Athletic, all I can say is that I'm sorry they feel like that. My intention was never to hurt anyone. I'm not going to sit there saying, why are they criticizing me? I understand it. These are all the things I was thinking about, and I do care. When I hear stuff like, you've turned your back on us, that hurts. I have family and friends in the LGBTQ community. I have a black friend. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Thank you. Uh, and that's what it sounds like. 
Yeah, I mean, I, th there's no good way to handle this because you've already done the damage, yes. right? And, and I don't think any amount of PR makes this kind of stuff but you go said away. It wonderfully. His, his actions will demonstrate how we should handle him moving forward. Sure. And and he, he he does need to come back. He does need to meet with with these groups and say there's work to be done, and I will work to elevate that, or just walk away from it entirely. There it is. Uh, once again, man, just marveling legibitic you legibit yeah i can't even say it legibitic you legibit ken stuffed in them pants uh, i'm telling <laughs> what in the world we just had dead silence like for the first time in our podcast because i didn't have anything i've got nothing dude i've got nothing ladies and gentlemen Thank you so much for watching us. We are definitely hitting the Insta. He's going to get you drunk, drunk, drunk uh, off all that junk, junk, now. junk. Stop it now. Stop it. Um, we're going to definitely be on the Insta. Um, watch us on there. Watch us on the YouTubes. Watch us. I mean, if you're watching us here on Facebook, watch us again. That's awesome. Um, but now we've come to the part of a show that, you know, I just, I, I sit back and I get to marvel at what this man has Um for us at the end of the show. This is Aaron's final thoughts. Guys, listen, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Um, and I am excited to hear what you have for us, my friend. What what you got for us tonight, Aaron? We're going to skate to one song and one song only. <laughs> no, uh, you know what? Uh, I want to I wanna start off with positivity. Uh, we got a, a, a start to a new year. Um, Lots, lots on the horizon uh, for us individually and as a group. So uh, hopefully everybody's 24 has, has started off nice. This cold snap isn't doing anybody any favors, but you know what? There's always this place to come hang out in if you're a little cold and lonely. Um, but I think that's, that's really the focus is, you know, uh, we had a good gathering over the weekend watching yes, we football. Did. And unfortunately, yes, the results did not go the way nope. our friends would nope. have liked. But I tell you what, there was merriment, there was joy, there was genuine um, happiness to, yes, there was. to all be gathered together. And I, I think that's what we need to remember. I don't care who you support, what you're into. Family and friends has to be a, a, a huge priority. Yes. And that means something different for everybody but when you find your tribe yes yes when you find that group of people you know it you absolutely know it um and uh when they're not around you feel it uh this is mm -hmm. the first year i experienced the holiday without out my father it was just yeah. the anniversary of his death um but for me it it filled me with a, a lot of just love and joy remembering that my dad loved when I had a party, when I had friends over yeah. and watching soccer games, because yeah. he thought it was just the best that this group of people wanted to come around and, and, and watch these these games. And yeah, I know that brought joy to him and his joy in turn yep. came back to me and my wife and, and our friends. So yes. that's my takeaway uh, from, you know, the the end of last year, the beginning of this year, uh, and, and how I want to spend time. I'm looking forward to a great trip uh, oh, uh, this summer to, to the Euro with oh. some with some friends, including this man right here. I got here. excited. Um, gonna, just going to have a blast. Germany, look out, because here we come. The, American, <laughs> the Americans are on their way. Hopefully it won't be as bad as the last time. Ah, danke, bitte. Danke. Watch the angle of that hand there. Ah, oh, oh, I went like this. They don't allow that in Germany yeah, no, anymore. No, 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 damn. <laughs> Whatever you do, 
don't mention the war. Um, no, I, I, I want to say, um, you know, uh, even, even if your tribe is just two or three people, um, hug those people close. Make yes. sure you spend the time with them. Yes. Plan brunch. Plan, plan, yes. plan time out. Uh, and I tell you what, folks, if you're feeling lonely out there, I, I know this sounds silly and, and, and kind of far-fetched, but I tell you what, if you can hear our voices and you are just in a bad way, reach out. Absolutely reach out. And I don't care where you are in the world. Uh, we got Zoom. We, you can hear my voice wherever you uh, are right you now, go. and we'll make that happen. And you know what? We'll figure out a way to somehow get in the same room and have a beer or at least drink one virtually and let you know that somebody out there, us, cares. Yes. Because, uh, you know, the division still exists. It's not going away anytime soon. I don't hate anybody who feels no. differently than I do. I don't. I want to try to convince them there's a better way, that there are better ideas in the world, and I won't stop doing that. But I, I'm not bringing hate to the table. You don't defeat love, or you don't defeat hate with hate. You defeat it with more love than hate can possibly get to in its life. So that's, that's, that's the best I've got tonight. <laughs> and uh, just thank you all for tuning in, and we love you and appreciate it. Yes. And you know what, my friend? With that being said, <laughs> I mean, if you want to, I mean, go ahead. Yeah, why not? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. It sounds like chaos, but it's controlled chaos. We love you. Hashtag black people vote. Hashtag say gay. We love you. Fuck you, DeSantis. Oh, oh. Went there. <laughs>